passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. We are live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash at post wrestling. I started with that because I'm like, oh, you you had a face, you had a look on your yeah, face. Like, are we live sound on YouTube? Is maybe <laughs> there we go. Hello, YouTube room. We are live. YouTube.com slash post wrestling. I know, I know your body. I could read your face. You're, you would be a bad poker player. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're oh, live. We're wonky and everything. It's all right. Off to a terrible start. Hello. It's all right. We're, we're on a holiday. Last last day of school. That's like that's yeah. what it feels. Last day of that's work. Perfect. Until we're on vacation, we look like we're on a boat, like sliding down. That's all right. Yeah, I wish I look handsome though. It's okay. Excellent. Uh, We are live on uh, (laughs) YouTube.com/slash Post Wrestling. It is up next. You found us at PostWrestling.com or any podcast app that you're listening to us on right now. Hello, Brayden and Davey here with an NXT review, and uh, And we are live at (laughs) YouTube.com. Uh, we're live right now, and we're going to talk about tonight's NXT, and oh, yeah. we got lots to talk about. Yes. Lots of things going on in the world of wrestling, and it never stops, and lots of things going on for us here at the BDE as we... Uh, this is our last show for a little while. Yeah, a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't worry, Up Next isn't going anywhere, uh, but we are. Uh, we're going to be... Uh, this time tomorrow, actually, we'll be probably boarding... Our flight waiting to take off because uh, we're going to London. We're, we're spending a few weeks back home. Hello, London. Uh, with my family. Uh, we're going to, uh, you know, have some fun, see some pubs, go to some wrestling, uh, go to Germany for a couple of days. That's uh, right. We've got a whole lot planned. So um, it's, it's going to be too much uh, work for us to kind of try and manage to do NXT while we're away as well. Oh, you mean we we don't have to watch NXT when we're away on vacation? Yeah, uh, uh, we'll, we'll watch it at breakfast. Yeah, I'm maybe sure. possibly. Um, Especially but next. Don't worry, up next isn't going anywhere because we've got the great John Ceno and Beeb Detroit filling in for the next few weeks while we're away. Yes, uh, if you follow us over on Poison Rana, that is Davey and I's our own podcast that we do. Uh, we have a bunch of other shows on there, and once a while, like once a month, Ceno and Beeb present. What up, Doe, where they chat all about wrestling and 
usually video games and other things like movies and shows and kind of pop culture stuff. Well, these two uh, have uh, been killing it over there that we decided to give them the reins and they're taking over with a little bit of uh, what up next dough. What up next dough? <laughs> what up next? Uh, with the next few weeks of them filling in and covering NXT. So they will be, I think they still will be doing like a video format of some way, some uh, yeah, it will still be on this feed uh, on on YouTube.com slash post wrestling. Um, they're going to be going Wednesdays. Wednesday mornings, I cool. believe. So uh, obviously follow the socials. We'll keep you updated with when they're going live. Uh, follow us at up next. Uh, sorry, what are we now? At Poison Rana Pod. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and follow post wrestling as well. But they'll be going live talking about next week's heat wave. And the aftermath. Yeah, we're going to talk all about some Heat Wave, the go-home show tonight for the next TV special, which is next week, which looks pretty good. So we will still be checking it out, even though we won't uh, be talking yes. about it. But Sino and B will be talking all about it and uh, treat them with uh, treat them with kindness, just how you treat us next week. Super Chats welcome, and they, they'll make all the Super Chats. So give these lads... Some super chats next week. You can give us some right now too, uh, if you want to buy us a pint for uh, for our trip. Uh, but they're going to be covering all the NXT reviews for the next little while. So shout out to those guys, and can't wait to hear uh, their thoughts on Heatwave next week. But we've been awfully busy the last uh, last week or so because uh, if you have subscribed to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/PoisonRana for only five dollars a month, uh, you will still be getting shows while we're away. We've kind of uh, put a load in the like ready to to drop uh, at any moment. So we've got our uh, was next talking about the January 29th edition of NXT featuring the contract signing between Bo Dallas and Adrian Neville, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Uh, the one that you might not remember. Exactly. The one that was way before their first their the big serious encounter. Everyone knows a QT Marshall sighting. That's right. And some auditions. So that'll be dropping in a few weeks. We've got our James Bond review coming out in just a couple of days where we finish the Daniel Craig saga talking about No Time to Die. Yeah, I think I'll drop this like uh, for I'll schedule this for Thursday and we're, we're finally continuing and finishing our James Bond reviews with the Daniel Craig movie. So we've done all of the Craig Bond films and we've done Bond review ratings, uh, kind of like how we did the Batman ratings, like Bond song, intro, gadgets, things like that. Bond girl, villain. We do all the ratings and... Now we've done all of them, including now No Time to Die, which was a great movie to go back and rewatch. So if you're a Bond fan, this is definitely for you. And if you are and you haven't checked them out, you can go through the catalog and kind of go through there. Uh, because Spotify makes things a whole lot easier for us little content creators uh, with their new like sync feature with Patreon. Um, I, I'm someone who recently has switched over to Spotify for my music. And I'd say it's even better now for podcasts because if you do follow podcasts like ourselves uh, on Spotify, you can now access the Patreon through there and it links and everything. And it has all the shows in there and it's, it's kind of super cool. So I, I, I recommend go through there and it's kind of easier to sort through the different shows that we've put out. But we have... Obviously, our SummerSlam Wembley review that came out like a week or so ago. But we are gearing up, because we're recording this literally tomorrow before we get on a plane. A review. Five years ago, almost. All in. Yeah. From the Sears Arena? It's, what, the Now Arena now? It was the Sears Center. (laughs) Now it's the Now. Now it's the Now. Then it was the Sears Center. Right. uh, Hoffman Estates. Hoffman Estates. 
uh, Illinois. Yeah, we're going to be looking at the original All In. Uh, you and I were both at the show. We had the legendary podcast with John Away. I'd just recommend go. John Away just need to re-release that one at some point. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, because <laughs> that one's an all-timer. But we thought we really haven't looked back like all these years. I've actually watched some of the matches and cherry picked and shown some friends, but uh, watching the whole show front to back and. We're going to be doing that, and that's going to be coming out in the next week or so. Yeah, this is the first time I've watched some of this actually on TV. Like like you, I, I've rewatched a couple of the matches, but there's a lot of stuff I completely forgot about from this show. And it's it's kind of like we do was next and where are they now. We're certainly going to be talking a lot about where are they now uh, with this show, as right. well as a lot happens in the world of wrestling in five years. Yeah, MJF opening the show, which yeah. could be something that's happening this year. Uh, we got Kenny versus Penta. Uh, lots of canceled wrestler appearances. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got the crazy Rey Mysterio, Kota Bushi face to face in that six man mm-hmm. main event that got cut for time, but is still amazing. There's some great matches on the show. Cody, ten pounds of gold. Oh yeah. Uh, so we're gonna be reviewing everything all in. Uh, I found it on YouTube today. It's on there for free. So I, I mean, it's on Honor Club. As it's well, on Honor right? Club with some edits. Oh. I'm sure we'll talk about that in the show, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, so that is going to be great. Get your feedback in if you're listening to this. It's not too late because we're recording tomorrow afternoon, but that'll be released on the Patreon in about a week or so uh, leading up to the new All In because we are going to be there. But you want to support us. You want to buy us a pint. Well, you can by buying yourself podcasts from the BDE. It's only $5 a month to become a friend. Patreon.com slash Poison Rana. And you get all these podcasts we're mentioning and everything we've done in that back catalog. And it's how we keep the lights on here, baby. And while we're away, we're uh, we're keeping the lights on. Well, we're turning them off because we're echo-friendly. But yeah, we got to remember to turn them off. Yeah, okay? and the oven, right? And the oven and the AC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Patreon. Support your boys, small-time content creators. Lots of podcasts. Uh, we mentioned Sino and B. They're going to be doing What Up Do. Sorry, they're going to be doing Up Next, but they will be dropping a What Up Do over on the Poison Rana feed as well for free, chatting, I think, a bit about their SummerSlam experience and everything going on in the world of wrestling. But what in the world could be going on in the world of wrestling? Nothing, right? Yeah, surely everyone's talking about the uh, the huge show, the show that looks like it could be the biggest wrestling show of all time. Surely everyone's talking about that, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing else yeah. to talk about, no. No, not Ryan Nemeth. Oh, wait, okay, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, punk is going to punk, right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so, kind of weird. I mean, we'll, get, we'll definitely get into NXT, but obviously we're setting up for our trip to go to All In. We're really interested in our All In experience and the matches and everything and so far the build has been kind of weird there are some great matches announced we did a whole show uh on poison rana this past sunday riffing on everything if you'd like to go listen back to that on thoughts of everything aw but that was sunday afternoon and now it's tuesday night a lot can change and happen apparently so yeah we we talked on our poison rana show which we which we do on on sundays on our feed uh about the kind of the the shoot promo on Hangman Page after Collision went off air. Peg warmer. And uh, a lot more has kind of come out since then. There were reports that, you know, Hangman was going to be filming a, a pre-tape backstage and then they moved it away from the arena. Um, they've now, reports are now kind of saying that the two are unrelated and they were going to be filming outside anyway. 
Um, there's then reports that uh, what Punk apologized to Page for making that promo and said he felt bad and it didn't come across the way he wanted it to, what? or something like that. Uh, your toys don't sell. You don't pop a rating. You fucking suck. Oh, you know what? Fuck, man. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I didn't mean that. I mean, I didn't. Did that come out the way I meant yeah. it sound? <laughs> and then, then it gets weirder when you're hearing about um, people who he's kind of punk is seemingly banning from his show, Collision. So it's my show. Apparently, he what confronted Ryan Nemeth oh, poor uh, Ryan. about a tweet. He made calling, poor hot young Brian calling uh, punk soft, and Softest he was like, "You're you're you're fanning the flames, and it's not a good look for us." As he's like cornering him in the locker room or whatever, and Brian Nemeth basically isn't on collision anymore. He's being pulled off out. Um, was he on? Collision? Sorry, <laughs> like maybe that tweet has a point. Sorry, you're 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 worried about Dolph Ziggler's brother. Softest man alive. Soft. Come on. Soft. Yeah. So so then what Christopher Daniels as well. And then that's the weird one, because it's Christopher Daniels who is head of talent relations, uh, not being allowed at collision because Punk's like, well, if a steel's not allowed, then Christopher Daniels shouldn't be. This guy's head of talent relations. How can how can you operate without being there? Right. That's like that's bizarre and then they used to be boys so i think so yeah yeah, kind of even weirder yeah the whole thing is just very strange and then i don't know what he's got against matt hardy (laughs) (laughs) what matt hardy i maybe he's just like you're on tv way too he's like you know what dude we actually just want to see jeff (laughs) and and then there's stuff coming out about uh what jungle boy wanting to use real glass and punk's like that's dumb okay maybe he's right there which i i think i think punk is kind of right here right but it just it's all more stuff going on and him basically saying, save that shit for Wednesdays. We ain't having that here. That is um, just so bizarre. Everything's so bizarre. Everything's so weird. And I don't think, like, he's trying to, what, be this locker room leader on Collision and lead by example, but only for people he likes. Um, yeah, is he, he runs the company, right? He, yeah, he owns it. <laughs> he owns right? it, right? He owns yeah, Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars and yeah, yeah. Punk right? Punk, right? Sorry, yeah. who's paying the checks here? Yeah, so strange. Like, that, that Hangman promo is so funny because he's like, oh, like, you don't pop a rating. I'm CM Punk. And, like, neither do you. Mm. Dirty Dom pops a fucking rating, though. We we talking about the show Dom. Like, even tonight's episode will probably beat that la- that rating. Like, And yeah. I don't usually care about ratings, but when someone says that in a shoot, you know people were filming and they were going to release this. Like, it's yes, just what 100%. happens. It's not like... You thought this is some secret comedy show where everyone's phones in a bag. No, you know that's what people are going to do, and it's going to get out there. And like, it's so so strange. So it's all setting up to the great build for All In, which is Hangman versus Punk. Oh wait, no, that was like, Joe it, putting him to sleep, and everyone forgot about that. Now is this like? I mean, there's reports that what uh, the elite have no interest doing anything with Punk. They don't want to. They don't want to sit down and talk with him. They don't want to match with him. They don't want anything with him. Well, is this punk just like, like goading them, like trying to get something out of them, or what? Yeah, I'm because not sure. like that, we all know this is any sort of match between elite and punk is what's best for business right now, right? Yeah, and and like I do think the elite are kind of if if those reports are true, it's like come on. Like, put your differences aside. It's fucking 
It's wrestling. Like, you don't have to like each other. I said this on Sunday show. I don't like everyone I work with. I don't like doing some things I have to do at work, but you know why I do it? Because I'm paid to. And so I think they need to put that aside. But Punk doing all this, I think he just comes across such a dick. Yeah. Like, for a guy that doesn't, you know, drink or do drugs or whatever, the, the, the straight edge thing is like, clearly there's way too much sugar in Pepsi because this guy's nuts. Like, yeah. I watched this, that promo, and I'm like, you are just an asshole, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love wrestling, and I love watching everything. And this guy comes across just, like, bad for it. As yeah. much as it makes people talk about it, like, so much. It's, it's Punk Watch 2023, nonstop, every day is Punk this, Punk that. We're talking about it right now. But it's like, wow, like, in bad reasons. I feel like you're also, like, I can imagine people treading on eggshells around him. Right. As well, like, oh, I'm in his good books. I get to be on the Saturday show, but like, fuck, what if what if I say something wrong or do something wrong? And now, yeah, like the fact he's still he's given Hangman three receipts now. You know, yeah, yeah. he did the one on TV last year where he called him out, knowing he's not there. The presser, and now this. It's like, dude, he alluded to Colt Cabana in a promo once, trying to build a build a match. Once you're giving him his receipt, why it's it was 15 months ago? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, what the fuck? People don't forget. It's it's all very strange, and it's it's a shame. Like, it's like they're going into their uh, their biggest show ever, one of the biggest, could be the biggest wrestling show ever, and this is what people are talking about. And um, I I just feel there's like it's not just us. You look around, people are kind of a bit baffled by this whole. Wembley build and the card they're putting together. Um, why the fuck All Out is happening, full stop, is beyond me. Like, why? Yeah. Focus. Yeah. Like, all your eggs should be in this basket for Wembley. 80,000 people are going to be there watching, as opposed to what? 10,000 in Chicago again. Right. Like, why do we care? What, what, what's the point in doing that show? And now it's like, okay, punk's going to punk again. What, what's what's happening next? I'm sure there's probably by the time you're listening to this, something else, something else has come out as well. Um, yeah, it just it puts a bad taste in my mouth, and it's like, come on, we should be focusing on like celebrating. This company should be taking a huge step forward. Yeah. After next week, and it's it's just a mess. And like the the, the elite re-signing, like they got to be getting some big fat checks in order to stay there. And to me, that's what they said. They were like. Oh, I can stay at home and I get paid money and... Well, it's like if, if these guys... Yeah, they just, they're, not, they're not responding to CM Punk. They're not like, responding to this stuff. It's almost like this guy who's just yelling at the cloud, like, yeah. trying to fight people. And they're like, yo, we're, we're, not, we're over you. Why are you so obsessed with us? And like, I, get he's, like, I get he's their star and like, he is a draw. I, I mean, you put him on Wednesdays and numbers would be up. Sure. In my opinion. Not crazily, but yeah. like they would be up. It's it's that kind of death slot of being Saturday night. But but Tony Khan needs to put his foot down. He needed to put his foot down over a year ago before yeah. the all out thing. Yeah. And when, it's when it was it happening. doesn't look like anything's been ha- happened. Yeah. Like you the fact that he like talent is saying who can be here? Who can't be there? Here, we just watched that Bash of the Beach dark side. We know what happens when you give talent too much control. Yeah, that episode really uh, 
everything going on really reminds me of of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. CM Punk is the the reason he's doing the, the leg drop. The guy that was like against this. He's gonna be like, ah, like, oh, it's it was all the work. I'm just a heel now. No, I think you're just an asshole. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. He the difference between this like CM Punk's run and Hogan's run is the the ratings were actually crazy. Ho- like that was that was the time of wrestling was nuts, right? Mm-hmm. People had to watch TV and channels. That's how the ratings were crazy. But like, there's no he, he's he's acting exactly like that. He, like the whole thing of when he called Cena the New York Yankees, you could say that about him, but it's not even that now because he's not like on the main stage. He's not like he, he's rubbed. He's turned people off, I think, from like, I don't know, like you said, enjoying it. Like, now, why is everyone so like sour and bitter and defending this and arguing about this? When it's like, yeah, we should be celebrating like this big, huge event. And this guy just keeps going off on people. So it's pretty annoying. Yeah. Yeah, very very strange, but uh, you know, we'll we'll probably tomorrow be watching Dynamite in our airport lounge before our flight, and hopefully, knowing a bit more of what's going on. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe Punk will show up. Maybe he'll be like, you know what, Joe, we've we've had enough matches. Yeah, let's, we don't need to fight. Let's do much. what people actually want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know what I want. What's we, that? We all want, and it's one thing: Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay three. At Wembley, and I don't even think that's happening. I don't happening. think that's happening. I, 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 I don't think that's been happening for a while now. <sighs> but yeah. I guess we'll have to see what it is. But uh, I would imagine pretty much the whole card should be announced announced tomorrow. I would think. <laughs> you would think. That would make sense, right? <laughs> no, we'll probably just find out what's happening in, in Chicago. Good thing we know it's ha- we, good thing we know Darby's facing Lizard Man and Aussie Open are facing the main event, and meaning one of them's got a job <laughs> yeah. in, the first, in the opening of the show. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what else is also happening? All in it. That's right. All in it at Trinity Bar, Harrow on the Hill, right before All In. Um, we are starting. Doors are open at 12 for those of you that have tickets. The event is starting at 1. Uh, we'll be wrapping up with plenty of time for people to get to the uh, stadium in time for uh MJF Adam Cole versus <laughs> uh, versus Aussie Open. But if you didn't hear our Sunday show, uh, we are going to be hosting an event after as well. That's right. Yeah. So we have sold out for our pre-show. There is a downstairs with some common area where you can still come and hang out and chill. There'll be lots of other wrestling fans. But to take it to the actual show upstairs... We might be letting people in, depending on the demand and if there is room. But so far, we have completely sold out. But hit us up, and we'll we'll let you know of what the situation is. If in case we can, in fact, slip people in and fit people in, because of course we want to get people and everyone in who wants to be there and hanging out and all that stuff. But now we also have our all in it post party right after all in. If you are going to be there for the show, come back to Trinity in Harrow. And we will be partying the night away till about 3 a.m. Because that's when they're kicking us out. Yeah, it's a holiday weekend. They're serving till 3? So serving till 3 a.m. Rules are a bit different in the UK. Here you get 45 minutes to drink up. There it's like, oh, but I just bought this. So get the fuck out. Uh, So we'll end at 3 a.m. Bring, if you don't have a ticket to our pre-event, you can get in just showing your uh, Wembley ticket for free for free um otherwise they are charging at the door and uh it's first come first serve until they reach capacity 
Uh, so try and hustle, try and get out of Wembley as soon as you can. Uh, it's just three stops on the Metropolitan Line from Wembley Park Station to Harrow on the Hill. And then it's just a couple of minute walk from the station. Uh, we'll be there upstairs partying, playing some wrestling music, trying to uh, run karaoke. Um, we'll see. We'd have been up and drinking a long time, but we're... we're we're going to try and we'll make try karaoke it. work. We'll try it. We'll try it. Uh, you have our drink menu that you put out. We oh, talked yes. about on Sunday on Poison Ron. It's up on our social and our Twitter. All the different all-in AEW different drinks you've come up with. And now we got some, what, we're going to do a little bit of some games and some trivia. And I picked up some prizes today. Nice. Shout out Pure Fandom, Big Tom. He hooked me up with a pretty sweet Rey Mysterio all-in Wolverine replica mask. And on top of that, a Joker Penta mask. Someone is walking away with that mask. Also, nowadays, just known as a Penta mask. (laughs) He hasn't worn it in a while, has he? He wore it last week. Oh, yeah, I did. did. Uh, And then I actually got a whole other bunch of awesome masks as well. We got some sweet prizes uh, to give away, and it's going to be a fun time. So if you are going to All In, come check us out at All In It, bruv. I managed to find some uh, unopened uh, 1991 WCW Panini stickers that I'm going to be giving away wow. as well, as well as some WCW NWO Nitro chewing gum and stickers unopened. <laughs> How's that going to taste? Someone's got to try the gum. It's more about the the, the gum's going to be like a brick. It's yeah, going to be hard. It's be great. It was probably like that back then, anyway. I'm looking for. I'm look. I've mentioned this. I'm looking for this. The original Spice Girls gum right. that comes with the stickers. I'm not, I'm no, I know I'm going to London, so maybe there's a chance there's some there that, that I can still find. So I'm looking for those original Spice Girls stickers. If you know, you know. If you got a link. Last bit of thing. I'm re-watching the original All In. Remember we were there in Chicago, Hoffman Estates, and we were in the venue and we were looking on Twitter. And it's like people were taking photos and we're like, yo, it's fucking John Mayer at All yep. In. And then they cut to him in front row in the screen. So... I DM'd him today. I'm like, yo, John Mayer, bro, big fan, <laughs> obviously. I said, uh, are you going to All In? Because I saw you went to the first one. And like, hey, if you're going, like, please come to All In It. So uh, I'm waiting for the response. No response yet. So help Hip-hop me out. Hip-hop sensation, John Mayer. <laughs> Hip-hop sensation. Do you remember that? <laughs> what was that from? That was Jonathan Coachman. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was on, like, John Mayer was on Raw oh, or something. God. And... Did a thing with Elias, maybe. Right. And hip-hop and John Coachman was like, wow, hip-hop sensation. And Corey was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> he did like one song and with And then Coachman was gone like yeah. the next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Mayer was not happy. Uh, well, I want John Mayer to show up at All In now. So everyone hey, go retweet he, could me. Could he, like, maybe he's playing. He's fucking John Mayer. He could show up at All In. I would love to hang out with John Mayer. Do, do you think we're getting any musical acts? John Mayer. Apart from John Mayer. <laughs> Taylor Swift. I mean, Jeff Jarrett put in that. Wouldn't it make sense to get some, like, you know, UK? British? Oh, I thought Jeff Jarrett was going to call in a favor. Um, I don't know. Spice Girls? Spice Oasis Girls. Reunite? Uh, what, what's more likely, Oasis Reuniting or, uh, like, Punk versus Kenny Omega? <laughs> <And> then, like, <laughs> Punk versus Hangman, Punk I versus guess. Hangman really, yeah. Anything. Kenny's like, bro, I just want to wrestle, like, good people. I don't care. No, I, all of them are like, I just want to do trios matches for the rest of my career. <laughs> So, so yeah, music acts, I'm not too sure, but uh, maybe Fozzie. Sir Elton, 
the yeah. chat rooms. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Maybe I, I'd be... love to see Elton John. I don't. I don't know if he'll be doing. Yeah, all in. All in. No, maybe yeah. just downstate again. So yeah, we got a lot of things going on. We will be over in the UK. I'm finally uh, going over there, crossing the borders. So yeah. uh, I'm going to be able to meet some of you fine folks out there for the first time ever. So can't wait to do that. And uh, yeah, we're pumped. But follow our socials, like we've said, at Poison Rana Pod on Twitter, Instagram, because, sorry, X, because uh, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff from our stories. And over on the Patreon, we're going to be posting some little road stories as well uh, from our travels of London, Berlin, all in and all in it and everything we do. So, yeah, yes, check it out. And follow our personal ones at Davey Portman at The Brady, because right. we'll, be, we'll be posting a bunch. Excellent. Well, now I think it's time we can talk about tonight's NXT from Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. And we start off on the road to Heat Wave next week with an opening match for the NXT Tag Team titles. The champs, Tony D and Stax, putting it on the line against the Schism's Dyad. Yes. Did you see, was it Jagger Reed posted earlier that Shawn Michaels... Gave him a little schism bracelet. So someone gave it to him, right? Yeah. But, or did Sean make it and just said some kid gave it to him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he I just imagine Sean in his office making little bracelets for, for Joe Gacy and Jagger Reed. <laughs> no, I think someone gave it to him. Yeah. A fan gave it to him. To, um, he's like, give this to them. And he's like, wow. Okay. I'll, I guess I'll give that. <laughs> imagine you meet Sean Michaels and he's like, you're like, Sean. And he's like, all right, how's it going? And they're like, can you give this to the schism? <laughs> oh, uh, oh all right. do you want a photo or anything? You know, no, I, just give this to... You know I retired Ric Flair, yeah. right? <laughs> the schism bracelet. I kind of want one now. Schism bracelet? Yeah, why not? Well, Tony D and Stax are defending against Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed. And there's Tony D, who's actually in Stax, showing some of their athleticism with a lot of suplexes. Tony D countering one of Fowler's and then hitting it with a really nice one. And then both of them at the same time in, in unison do like the, I don't know what, I still don't understand the hockey punches referring to like, do the mob yeah. punch people like that? I yeah, guess because you punch people where you cover the bruises, don't you? So you don't see it. Right. Oh, so it's like, what? so that's the thing, isn't it? When you're giving someone a warning, right. They'll do, you know, they'll, oh, okay. they'll do the bags of like, uh, what is it? Bags of oranges. Bags of oranges and yeah. the, the, the billiard ball in a sock. Oh, right, kind of right. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Okay, well, the Italians are serving up some hockey punches. And then uh, the schisms, like, people, the, the, followers, the followers in the masks, the they're all, masks. Yeah, they're all, like, kind of around the ringside here. During the break, it's now the schism who are beating down on stacks, tagging in and out. Finally, Tony's back in and hits a series of belly-to-bellies. A fisherman suplex looked pretty good. Italian Kurt Angle, I say. Then uh, more followers show up. And then the, the, clearly the Creed brothers are two of these other followers who like jump the rail behind. When Ivy shows up, distracting all of the other followers to like create this giant wall, allowing we, who we presume is the Creeds to hit like this DVD thing on the outside, their, their moveset, throwing... Fowler back in, which allows Tony to hit his back suplex into like the rock bottom. Roman Reigns, old NXT yes, finisher. The thoroughbred. <laughs> Tony D and Stax retain the NXT titles. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was pretty fun. Um, I feel like since Tony's come back and it, maybe it's been working more tags, I've been enjoying his wrestling a lot more than I did in his 
pre-prison run. Yeah, um, me too. And Stax continues to impress me. I, I think he's he's looking. He improves every single week. I see him wrestle. I think um, the the stuff with the followers is still like pretty hokey and like uh, I don't know. There's there's been no mystery that it's been the Creeds doing all this. So it's just. I'm ready for them to like now just reveal themselves and get to the match. Now, now yeah. Dyad have lost his tag title match. Um, but yeah, pretty fun. And I thought the, uh, that DVD on the floor from, I assume Julius was looked pretty good. Yeah. I, I thought that it got in a lot for Tony D to look like pretty impressive with that hot tag. I didn't find that I got too much out of the Dyad, like Fowler, GYV, they're they're really good wrestlers. I I'm am interested to see if they do stay or in fact leave in a few months now when that that contract is up, or if they have decided to stay because like I do like them and I just don't know if this character is that is what's kind of holding them back still. It's like, still like there's like they're still telling the story that the schism are like fractured and yeah. fall, like falling apart. So now they've lost this tag title match. I assume we get the rematch with the Creeds that maybe. Now they're pissed. They'll probably want another match with them. And I imagine if it's if the Creeds win, they'll be reinstated. And then I think that's when you have Dyad like actually leave Schism and hopefully take their old names back as well. That'd be pretty funny. Like a lake of reincarnation. Just yeah. come back. This as your is old like gimmick. their you know their cult names. Yeah, like they're christened yeah. as these people, and they're like, no, we're out of the cult now, and they can just be GYV and they can steal people's Uber Eats again. Like, like the good old days. Yeah, and go back to being British FTR. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, so I, I didn't mind this match. It had some fun stuff, but obviously we know where it's going with... I think the match between the Creeds and these guys eventually will bang because they have had some yeah. great chemistry. We have a video for Eddie Thorpe, who we see him through walking through the woods again, talking about the life force and the fighting spirit and how he's going to unleash his fighting spirit and the power of his people and his his background and his his whole like story and talks about how dance is medicine and it's the spirit of my people. And then it kind of shows them like getting hyped up uh, for a match and like kind of doing one of the, the, the spiritual dances there and then says now Dijak is my focus and he, he knows he lost, but he's looking to, to get that, that like that's that win back and focus now on that. So more of Eddie Thorpe and his fighting spirit. Yeah, I've I've been in enjoying these videos. This wasn't quite as like no light up. It, it was like a kind of shorter version of last week, just yeah. reminding us of his what was it the the Huey? What do they call yeah. it? Ho- uh, Huey, Hokale. Yeah, Hokale, yeah. And um, yeah, uh, but again, like I said last week, I'm interested to see how I'd like to see him incorporate this with his wrestling and his like actual presentation. Like in the ring, in the arena, sure. that kind of thing. Okay, so yeah. be interested to see what we see. Yeah, I'd still like to see something it, it blend together a bit more. Yeah. But I think we, he will be getting that match. I think after that later, uh, like after the, the main event, right? We go to Carmelo Hayes. He's backstage somewhere, and he's wearing a suit, no shirt on though. L- love the style here. He's got an NXT title on the table, and he's signing autographs tonight for lots and lots of the NXT fans. Uh, but like, it's just like. Like, they're not there. It's, like, the corporate people getting him to do it. Right? Yeah. Like, I always find it funny, like, when they have their photo shoot and stuff. It's, like, you could do this. Like, they're at the PC yeah. five days a week, but you've chosen 
when they're like live on TV. Yes, because everyone's there. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So Mello is there, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think about Eddie Thorpe?" And he's like, "Yo, he's nice," and he's like signing stuff. When Wes Lee shows up, and Wes says, uh, "Hey, I see you're signing all these autographs," and Mello's like, "Yeah, I'm the champ. I got a, I got champ duties. Everyone wants my autograph." And Wes says, "Well, you'll be done signing tonight, and the only thing you'll be signing after will be the contract when I beat Dijak tonight." Mello says, "Well, you should worry about Dijak first. And Wes says, "Yeah, well, say less," and then walks off. Yeah, I've really been um, enjoying this new edge to Wes. Uh, I find sometimes his promos can be a little cheesy when he's talking, and for someone who Seems like he should be pretty cool. I, I found him a little geeky right. at times. Me too, yeah. And I found this, and especially when we get to the, the final segment tonight, uh, I've liked this attitude. And I, I think going to a, like, building to a title match, it feels important. And uh, I've, I've liked this added edge that Wes has had. Yeah, me too. We get a commercial for Edge, 25 years of Edge on Friday Night Smackdown. As a Torontonian, I am super bummed that we're flying out for all... You're making me miss Edge. I got it. I'm staying. I see Edge versus Sheamus. Yeah, at least uh, this isn't his retirement. It's not, right? Which, I'll be pretty which bummed. Which he teased last year, which I think we'd have been like, oh, man. Uh, but, you know, I think that's a match I am going to check out when we're back home. Edge v. Sheamus. I'm, I'm sure they're going to make a pretty big deal of him on Friday. Another chance to dream... It was, was yeah, it was all him it. just sing, uh, saying the lyrics to Metalingus, yeah. right? Uh, I love Edge, and uh, my boy Shane's going, and I asked him to get me the new, only available at this event, the Maple Leafs Edge Series 2. It's pretty nice. It looks so nice, it so is. I hope I get one. Last year's was what, in blue? Yeah, I think? and you know what? I didn't get it, and then I see people wearing it. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty nice, too, but the white one's kind of nicer, I think. But it's not yeah. a black t-shirt. It's pretty Shockingly, cool. I'm not buying it. I want it. Yeah, I want it. Uh, so, yeah, this Edge thing is pretty cool. Um, have we done a best match Edge? Yeah, we did, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, when he came back. Yeah. Check that out over on our Patreon. Yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago. Edge, what are his best matches? Mick Foley. Come on, you know my favorite one. Oh, yeah. One of your legit favorite one matches One of my legit of favorite matches. Kurt Angle versus Edge, <laughs> hair versus hair. <laughs> It sounds. It goes. It goes. It goes. Gargano, Almas, and then that match. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fantastic match. Go back. It's. It's definitely a uh, hidden treasure. It's not one yeah. people talk about enough. And whenever I see someone on Twitter go, send me like a, a match from like this era that right. you know isn't. It's always that one. I'm like yeah. watch that. It's fucking classic. I love obviously the No Mercy tag with Ray. The angle yeah, all those, like, any of the SmackDown Six tag ones. Right, um, um, TLC two obviously is like one of the best matches of all time. Instantly, uh, he's had a, a hell of a career. I've always loved the rated R superstar stuff. See, like when Matt Hardy and Edge had a problem, Vince went, "Huh? Why don't we just? How about we just do a match <laughs> on TV? And I'll Sorry, pay you Sean, more money." Brett, you don't like each other? Cool. Let's <laughs> let's make money off that. That's why Edge is a legend. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope he doesn't retire while I'm not here in Toronto because I've seen I've I've probably seen Edge wrestle the most. So you saying. Uh, Hangman needs to fuck AJ Lee. <laughs> no, I'm not saying? saying that at all. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. But, but Punk is acting like the guy did. I like, know, why is he such an asshole? So bizarre. It's like, Hangman just seems like the nicest nice guy as well. Butterflies on his fucking jeans, man. Oh. Edge never had that. Uh, we go to Andre Chase, back to NXT. <laughs> Andre Chase, I could talk about Edge forever. 
they're backstage and he's talking to Duke, Duke and Andre here. And he's talking about how Thea Hale needs to get back on track. And he says that maybe she needs to let out her anger and emotions. So I actually got her a match tonight against JC Jane. And Duke says, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. Great idea. Yeah, great idea, Andre, uh, Mr. Chase. When Thea comes in and he goes, hey, Thea, I want to talk to you. And I know you're mad at me for throwing in the towel, but you got to get these aggressions out. So I went and got you a match against JC Jane tonight. And Thea goes, how could you do that? What the? And she kind of sw- like gets upset. And she's like, what is, what's wrong with you? I don't want that. And Duke, now the other side of the coin, is like, yeah, Mr. Chase, what's wrong with you? How could you? And just completely sides with Thea. We all know someone who does this, yeah. right? Yeah. Like who just goes with whatever Whatever's- way the tide's going. <laughs> Thea walks off and goes, I guess I got to get ready for my match and walks off. And then Chase is like, Duke, what the? Man. The, the sense he's the only one who gets the censored f bomb uh, on NXT because it's his it's his finishing move. So where do we where do you think we're going? Are we a, eventually having like a, a vote of no confidence against Andre Chase wow. and it becomes Duke U? Duke U, and then they get sued and then they have to close down. Oh yeah, there is a Duke <laughs> Hudson. Yeah, Duke. Yeah. So Thea's wrestling later, but he's we, still mad. She's wouldn't you? She's going to be more mad later. I'd probably be over it by now. Yeah, but she's going to... Yeah, true. Just wait. They're cooking something. Just you wait. Dana Brooke taking on Blair Davenport. Mm. Now, Dana Brooke's talking to Kalani Jordan, a new up-and-comer, about how she's got to have that fighting... Sorry, that mean attitude. That, you know, killing killer instinct. So she's going to show Blair Davenport that here tonight. Sadly, no Catwoman outfit, but kind of still like it. No, she's, just, she's still in black, which means, you know, she's, she's bad. Right. She's got an attitude. But no Catwoman Remember mask. when Candice used to wear black lipstick and we're like, uh-oh. Purple lipstick yeah. means you're a heel. So uh, this is Dana versus Blair. And Dana is aggressive in the beginning here and kind of gets the best of Blair with all these strikes and sends her to the outside and then a cross body to the outside. Uh, Blair hits this like stomp type thing. Dana kicks out, comes back and hits a Batista bomb for a 2.9 count. Um, wasn't there the internet when they were trying to get Batista and her to date or something like that? That was kind of weird. Uh, there was like, I remember when she was in NXT yeah. and I think it was when she was with partner, she was partnered with Charlotte. Was it? I okay. think. And I remember being at a show where she hit the Batista bomb and there were chants of better than Batista. Right. And it, I think it used to happen at Full Sail as well. Better than Batista. Right, right, right. Which was probably around, you know... Uh, no, she, she was a bit after 2014, wasn't she? So, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So still still better than Batista. It looked good. Batista's It's something she can do, yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's then uh, a huge lariat here. This one actually looked like she took her damn head off, and somehow it wasn't the end of the match. So uh, Blair kicks out. Dana's pissed, so she goes to grab the ring bell, but Kalani stops her and says, no, come on, you're better than this, which pisses off Dana. She goes back in the ring, and there's a series of roll-ups, eventually a V-trigger, and then the Kamigoye. I'm calling them by their real names, and Blair wins. She she hasn't called it anything, has she? (laughs) Really? I don't, not that I'm aware. Gothic charisma? (laughs) Like, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really not uh, buying this Dana Brooke character. I see what they're trying to do, and they're building to essentially, a, I assume, a match with Kalani Jordan. Yeah. But I just, 
it's not like she's done anything. Okay, she grabbed the ring bell. She didn't do anything with it. Like, it's... And I know there are restrictions in WWE about, like, with it still being, you know, somewhat PG. But we need a bit more than just... Ah, I, 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 I punched her a few more times in the corner as the ref is counting to five. Like, right. I want Deathmatch Dana. Yeah. I mean, she kind of... She had some... She had she some... She wore black. Cool. It's she some, had sticks and stuff, right? Before? Yeah. yeah it's I don't just... Know. It's not it's, good. It's not good. And I, I'm not buying it. I'm not yeah. buying that she's now this you know, psycho that Jordan should be like, Ooh, I, I don't know about this girl. Anymore. It's clearly leading to them to fight. Cause yeah. after the match, Kalani kind of puts her hand on her shoulder. Like, Oh, I'm sorry you lost. And she gave her a stink eye. Like mm. you bitch yeah. you cost me this match. I do. I do think, um, Blair Davenport's strikes look really good. I think her like knees look very snug. Yeah. Like it, they look, they look decent. So yeah. I think, Davenport is definitely she's had a few rehab wins now since her loss to Roxanne and right, right. Uh, I do wonder like I think I think we said last week kind of maybe just waiting for Tiff to kind of be fully babyface before you go to that but uh, I definitely see her challenging at some point yeah she's because right now she's kind of in limbo if she's mm. just in this like mid card kind of thing but she's alright uh, what do we have next we go to uh, Jack and Mello now. So Mello's still his whole show. He's just signing autographs. See, you want to be champ? You're just going to be spending your nights. Probably got like Mark rule down it's the side like, of his ah, hand. Hand. Yeah. Ah. Dijak shows up and says, "Like you think you're going to be facing Wes? Well, like don't forget about me." And Mello kind of like, "Hey, you know, let me fucking sign my autographs." So Dijak just being overly aggressive. Probably said he's going to bring some hard justice to. The main, the main event, which isn't going to be the main event tonight. Mello, like, Mello is so, like, blasé about both these guys. Yeah. He's like, look, the only guy actually going to heat wave is me right now. So, uh, Usher Beak. Yeah. We go to the, uh, the team of Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey, and now Damon Kemp, who's decided to join them. Another addition to the NXT bootleg t-shirts collection is Damon Kemp's uh, trick is the champ's purse holder shirt. Catchy. So it says trick, champ's purse holder. Peg warmer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some purse holder, yes, kind of similar, uh, in like a Barbie font. Mm. So, uh, and then they had a giant purse that they left on their entrance ramp for trick. Got you. Because he's the purse holder for the champ. Uh, so yeah, this is Trick taking on Drew Gulak, and it's kind of a setup last week because Trick obviously set up his big match for Dragonov next week, but Drew is like, you want it? someone who can wrestle, I'll show you, and I'll beat you even before you get to him, which set this up. So when Trick comes out, he kicks the, the purse away and is pretty pissed by this, and then they start to fight. Uh, he hits a pretty huge drop kick on Gulak here, which looked pretty good. He's a tall and has really long legs and almost took his head off. Gulak comes back though and starts to bend Trick and like bends like a single leg crab and then like his foot on his head and like stretching him here. When Trick gains control, it's Kemp and Dempsey who keep trying to get involved and swiping at him. And when he's dealing with them, it's Briggs and Jensen who show up, our favorites, to save him. And eventually Trick hits the Cyclone boot. It's pretty much Dijak's kind of, finisher. I, yeah, I think normally it's like a spin into like a... Enziguri kind of kick. I think just the way the angle was here, it looked more like Dijak's cyclone boot. Right, yeah. 
But Trick beats Gulak here and is kind of like, hey, thanks, Briggs and Jensen. So, Yeah. Uh, I didn't think this really got going as much as I was hoping when they said yeah. it was... Because like, I, I lo- tend to enjoy Gulak's matches. I like his style. And I think Trick is someone who's really improving every week. I do like his kicks and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was more just setting up to this angle with Briggs and Jensen. Yeah, I thought it could have... It had some cool stuff in it, but nothing that kind of got going. The best part was afterwards, at the, as he's celebrating in the ring, Trick looks at the camera and says, Mad Dragon, next week, I'm going to be dragging that ass. <laughs> like, I think there's such a high ceiling for Trick Williams, and his his wrestling has improved. I think his dropkick, like his kicks in general, look yeah. really good just because of the length of his legs. And his pop-up uppercut was pretty nice, and... But the thing this guy has is just his charisma, his ability gift to gab. talk, the gift to gab. Absolutely, like I, I think this guy could could go a long, long way. He's so funny, man. I'm still laughing at some of the stuff he said last week. So, never forget booty meat. Yeah, like I mean, he's got a real kind of we're, we're reviewing NXT from 2014, and he's got a real like Enzo Amore thing about him. You know, some really interesting lines where you think you must be just jotting down stuff yeah. all the time like ideas you have his delivery is so good and hopefully he doesn't rub people up the wrong way like enzo because <laughs> this guy like i i really see being successful in this company yeah for sure him and mellow purses aside purses aside this post wrestling podcast is brought to you by nerd Wallet's smart money podcast financial literacy can be daunting but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with on nerd Wallet's smart money podcast their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Baron Corbin is walking to the ring and they're trying to get Mackenzie's trying to get a word in and he's like, you know what I'm going to talk about. I'll, I'll say it in the ring. We have a video for Dabakato and he's talking about how he fought his way out of the shadows, but he's going to return soon, coming sooner than later here in NXT. He cast a big shadow over NXT. That'd be a big fucking shadow. A big shadow, yeah. Baron Corbin is in the ring. Burn the ships. He has a microphone. He says, I can say whatever the hell I want. Which definitely reminded me of the I think you should leave. You can say whatever the <laughs> hell you want. He says, I, I say what I mean, I do what I want, and I, you know, I wreck shit. He says, uh, I ran that gold Olympic medalist running. I ran him out of here. He got booed and he couldn't handle it. He was here for two seconds in the spotlight and he's already gone. And he goes, See, everyone back there in this NXT locker room are soft ass bitches he says but there's no more happy corbin sad corbin it's burn the ships a new era i don't care about this place i care about the new era of corbin it's very cm punk like baron corbin yeah uh i find it interesting the whole gable stevenson thing like he was booed pretty unanimously at uh the bash and then on the like next episode of NXT, they showed like a frame of him in yeah. the highlight package, and then uh, 
Corbyn went completely into a different feud. He didn't even mention Stevenson or anything. And then in this promo saying he's kind of sent him packing in a very, you know, WWE way when someone leaves and they just decide not to say their name. It's like, I sent that Olympian cat packing. He didn't say I sent Gable Stevenson. Right. I'm just wondering, like, are we going to see this guy again? They, they could be setting up for his big return to take out Corbin in his match next week. But I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm seeing, like, people on Twitter, you know, like, Ronda Rousey's gone or he's on her way out. Lacey Evans got released. Um, you've got the merger coming into effect very soon. Right. They might be wanting to cut their losses a little bit. And especially this, like, Stevenson has some, you know, history. Uh, like, which which people, like, WWE might not want coming up again and again. Sure. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we're seeing this guy again? Like, it made it, yeah, it makes it sound like no one wants, it's been super not saying it. It was, it like, breeze past it. I sent yeah. him pack in, right, now moving on to the rest of my promo. Yeah. And that's kind of how it's felt last week as well, just... I find it quite interesting to see if we'll see this guy again. Well, that's not, Gable Stevenson is not the person who comes out, but no. it's someone who could probably be Way in for better. that Olympic gold medal, in for my sure. opinion. Vaughn Wagner, get your tables ready. Vaughn comes out with Robert Stone, and Stone has a mic and says, hey, we're listening to you, Corbin, and it sounds like you're just dissing everyone in the back there. And... Uh, Corbin cuts him off and says, who are you? You're just a knockoff happy Corbin. And he goes, oh, happy Corbin, good one. You're so funny. You're so great. Insulting people uh, because you want to make yourself feel good. Uh, Then him and and Corbin are going back and forth, and Corbin then says, hey, Vaughn, can you talk? I can't remember because this guy's doing all the talking. Why am I talking to this guy? He says, can you talk? And he gives him the mic. And Vaughn's just holding it. And he goes, oh, no, I already made a mistake. Take it away. Don't talk, says Corbin. And Vaughn eventually is, wants to talk, but it's Baron who interrupts him again and says, you got to learn to last in this business. You got to learn how to talk on the stick like I did with The Rock or else you'll just be someone they call with a big security across your chest. And this is when Vaughn finally steps up and says, well... I don't talk a lot, but maybe you talk too damn much. Soon to be on Botchamania. <laughs> he says, it's the same old story, whether it's happy Corbin, sad Corbin, bum-ass Corbin, burn a ship down Corbin. I can't remember all the other gimmicks you had because they all sucked. <laughs> he says, but how about you and me next week? I got a reservation for one, a table for one. And your bald-headed ass is gonna get tabled. Wow. There is something just fascinating about Von Wagner, isn't wow. there? Like, he, his delivery has got better, yeah. for sure. But there's still something absolutely hilarious about when he speaks. And this has been right back from, you know, uh, come Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Who the hell are you? <laughs> Why are you wearing sunglasses inside? We're inside. <laughs> he has, like, these really funny lines. And because his delivery is unique it just i i don't know it it works and it makes me really like this guy and you know i i do think corbin is a very competent talker i think he is pretty like natural when he's talking like uh but like i thought von just cut him down so brilliantly here 
I love Vaughn coming back. The crowd didn't know how to handle this, and, this segment. like, you know, if you were to say, like, a few months ago, getting Von Wagner versus Baron Corbin, you'd be like, oh, God. Right. I'm kind of for it. This whole reservation for one, I want to see Baron get tabled. He wasn't wearing his tabled shirt. He wasn't. I did, like, uh, kind of um, Corbin bring up him, you know, being he was on SmackDown for a bit as security right. and that kind of thing. Like, uh but yeah, I, I thought this was a pretty fun segment actually between these two. Yeah, I, like you know, I'm genuinely in Vaughn's corner because he, like, I agree. Like, there's something that makes me laugh, but I also think like he's good, and I loved him dissing Corbin here. It was really funny, and Corbin does like come off pretty natural. And, and like this, this whole we we've seen like Robert Stone's been in NXT for quite a while now, three yeah. three years maybe, Probably maybe more. more. And like, how many people he went through that just didn't work he had uh like frankie monet he had Aaliyah. uh i think Van- was it vanessa Bourne at one point maybe he had mercedes, mercedes martinez yeah. um like all these people and it just nothing ever clicked or worked and von wagner it seems such a strange pairing but it's absolutely working and i hope if and when they do move these uh von up i hope he goes with mr stone because i think as an act it works your ass is going to get tabled. Table. The only problem is not a tables match next week. That would have made it a little extra. But I well, guess I, because Corbin's going to win. Von doesn't care. About yeah, he doesn't the win. care about he winning. Just, he, he just wants, wants the table, table. <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyped. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I just loved him ripping Corbin. It was great. We cut to Rhea Ripley and Dirty Dom, Dominic Mysterio, backstage, and they're having a lovely dovey moment. He's, like, resting his head on her shoulders, smiling. I feel this was a pre-tape this yeah, week, right? Yeah, for sure. He says, you could see the jealousy through Dragon Lee last week through his mask. He's just jealous of us. And Lyra should have just been happy with my endorsement. Instead, she boot me in the face. And, well, now they've gotten in my business and they are annoying me. So we'll lay a challenge out. We'll drop in at Heat Wave next week, and we want to challenge both of them. So a mixed tag challenge is at, is asked of Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria for next week. Will they accept? All right. Yeah. Spoilers. They do. Yeah. 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 I'm for that. That sounds pretty good. Dirty Dom going to pop a big rating again? Probably. Like, yeah, the, these two are pretty heavily featured on NXT now, and yeah. they have been for the last month or so. I mean, not right now, but it's setting up for the match next week. I and mean, they're week. on every... I know this yeah. wasn't in front of the crowd, but they're on TV every yeah. week. Yeah. We go to a video for Mustafa Ali. This is pretty much him, like a presidential speech, the way it's edited and shot with like a fake crowd shot. And good evening, fellow Americans. He says, I'm here to talk about the prestigious title, the North American title, and these individuals that have taken this title, that have turned it into something that it's not, that this once great continent was. Former champs and current champs just don't hold up. Look at our champion now. He's a criminal, as it shows like Dom in prison <laughs> from the main roster. He says, we need a champion on inside and outside the ring. I can be your champion. I can inspire. So open your ears and raise your heads. Believe in Ali. And then it kind of shows like his new, like his, his logo, but now it's got that North American title like thing. in. And it, and it said, uh, the graphic at the end approved by North American candidate, Mustafa Ali. So So, yeah, done like a whole like presidential campaign, but he's campaigning to be North American champion. It's, 
it's a little weird because he's definitely leading in the heel side. Right. So to be challenging Dom, who's a bigger heel right now, feels weird. Like, I, yeah. I'd feel like Ali should be more of a baby face, but, um, which makes me still think someone else is probably going to get involved in this as well. Like, a, like, well, Dragon Lee. Ray Mysterio. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I thought his delivery was good. I, I still just, I think back to those, uh, promos he like made himself a few years ago where he was just walking in Chicago and talking about being a cop and all that. That's the Ali I relate to. And they've never really capitalized that on TV. Yeah. And they've had what, like the whole retribution thing. They've had him just be like a, a whiner a lot of the time. He seems always and whining. Like, yeah. Even here, it's like, okay, this is, so you're now going to be playing like a politician kind of gimmick, it yeah. feels. And I, I don't know, I, I think there's such an opportunity for this guy as just a, a big baby face. Yeah, I agree. He could just be a, a way over the top character that works way better like than this. I, I actually didn't mind this. No, actually, I, I yeah. didn't mind it. I just yeah. still think it's like wrong casting for him. Yeah, this was like a cross between like, I know, well, he's Chicago, right? So mm. like Obama meets Homelander from the boys mm. kind of thing. And it was, it was cool, but it, you're right. Dom is the bad guy right now. So why would, would you be the one chasing him yeah. for it? But yeah, I would like to see him become champ. Well, we go to our next match, which is the number one contenders match. The winner of this next match is heading to Heat Wave next week. Jack taking on Wes Lee. The last time these two fought was pretty awesome. And Dijak got his finger dislocated, as Vic and Booker T are talking about here tonight. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Wes hits this Rana early on, and Dijak actually looks like he hurts his leg. But I'm not quite sure if this was part of the, the thing, because Wes then attacked it. So. Yeah, it was a whole part of the, yeah. the story. So yeah. Wes keeps going after the big man and trying to like, keep him staggered and down to the mat because he's so giant and bigger than him. Eventually, Wes hits his like rolling liger kick. There's a tope that gets caught and gets slammed as they go to commercial break. When we come back, it's Wes now uh, fighting back to Dijak and hitting this DDT counter. A pretty cool looking, like almost like a powerbomb counter from Wes, especially on the bigger guy uh, for a near fall. Wes is starting to sell his uh, shoulder here, and eventually it's Dijak who gets him up for the feast your eyes. But then his knee gives out, so he can't quite hit that. And then there's like a one-legged hard justice south of heaven, the sit-out choke yeah. bomb. But Wes kicks out of that. That looked pretty good. It only, he almost got even higher hopping on one leg. Yeah. Uh, somehow Wes then um, – sorry, they're on the outside, and he gets thrown into the steps by Dijak when Eddie Thorpe shows up and just kind of stares him down which allows uh, sort of a distraction. Wes hits the super kick to Dijak and then hits the spiral tap. The, the cardiac kick. Sorry, the cardiac kick and then the spiral tap to take and keep Dijak down and become the number one contender. Yeah, good match. I don't think this was anywhere close to their, their one out. No. Was it Vengeance Day or whatever it was earlier right. in the year? Um, which was definitely, I think, uh, an NXT highlight of the year. That match between those two was excellent. Um, I almost thought the kind of limb targeting was a bit too overdone and actually took away from the match at times. Like the the knee and shoulder injury happened very early in the match. And I just felt there was a bit too much of the selling that, which disrupted the flow a little bit. Um, and then... 
uh, yeah, the Eddie Thorpe distraction was a bit like lazy as well. I don't particularly like the baby faces distracting. Yeah, the heel. I, I agree. Um, it just it's a bit petty, and especially what Eddie lost that match, so it it just makes him seem a bit bitter. Um, but obviously that's the direction we're going. Dijak Eddie Thorpe, and now we know it's Wesley uh, Wesley Carmelo. The, the crowd got into it. I didn't think this was a bad match. I just was hoping for something closer to their their first one. Yeah, their first one was a lot better. This one, I was I get why they they kept it not for the main slot because they do have like an angle that they cut to, so it makes sense. But still, uh, some cool action, and I like the more serious Wesley. Like, but again, he had Eddie Thorpe helping to win. It was a little backwards. Mm. But we're getting Thorpe and Dijak again. I'm sure it'll be good. Maybe even better than the last one. We go to Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria. They are watching the show, and they say that we have that challenge from Dom and Rhea. And we want to we wanna shut up Dom because he has that stupid face. It's just so punchable. And they're like, you know what? It is a stupid face. So Dragon Lee and Lyra are talking here. And... Uh, Lyra says, I think we should team up and take them on. And Dragon says, oh, no, 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 sorry, I'm taken. And Lyra says, no, I mean, like, like as a tag team on the same page. And he says, oh, okay. And sure, so the match is official. Great. So I, th- I think they agreed to, like, you know, go out and she's like, yeah, they're, they're awful, but they do work together really well. So yeah. we need to try and get to know each other a bit better. Um, this was kind of cute, trying to see, seeing these two try and act. Uh <laughs> Not really much chemistry there. Yeah, it was a little them. weird, to be honest. It is yeah. a little bit of a random pairing I don't as know if well. that joke was needed, to be honest. No, it, it was just... It felt like, you know, watching uh, two teenagers given a script to, like... And just, yeah, like, no real chemistry between them and right. not really much comic timing from either... I don't think comedy is either Lyra Valkyria or Dragon Lee's forte, but... The match will be good. I think the match will be good. I, I'm, I really like these two in ring, and uh, Rhea and Dom are just so hot right now that they they're having really entertaining stuff. So I, I think it will be fun. But yeah, maybe a, a bit less of this from these two. Rhea and Buddy got engaged, right? Oh, congratulations! Not Dom. Oh man, what do you? How does? How does this come into play? I don't know. Uh, they did both speak in their languages. That was the other bad comedy here. Uh, Lyra spoke in. Gaelic, like Irish, right? And said something taco, and he's like, "Oh, I like tacos." Oh man, yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. <laughs> Irish tacos, Irish tacos. She's like, "No, no, no." I was saying Irish nachos like, are lit. Tacos, Irish nachos, that like waffle fries or something. Oh yeah, okay, pretty good. Yeah. Tyler Bates being interviewed. He doesn't look like he eats waffle fries. He is talking about Gallus and the. Uh, the uh, the cup the heritage cup but then it shows an NXT anonymous video where Tyler Bate was talking to NXT fans earlier today when Gallus interrupted th- that and basically just started taunting him and talking shit to him in and, their football shirt in their it's jerseys. like they're uh, they're on the lads' holiday yeah they don't all, got all of them watching shirts. wearing the they're same. not wearing like Glasgow Rangers oh shirts God. they're just our own Gallus yeah our own shirt it's like Big Joe <laughs> so. He's asked about this, like, hey, what happened? And he's like, yeah, I don't know what their deal is, uh, but I'm going to have this match with Joe Coffey here today. They they have some history going back uh, from NXT UK, and I think even before that, that they mention, and they will mention later on. But, yeah. Um, but the match comes later. He didn't really say too much. 
The Mad Dragon, Ilya Dragunov, has a vignette here talking to Trick. And he says, in fact, he is the Mad Dragon. Trick, I notice your confidence. I, I notice your admiral courage. But I am going to bring the raging fire. I have to say it like it's not, it doesn't sound as good. Oh, yeah, you got to. Next week, I will be more dangerous than you can imagine. Mm. So I'd be shitting in my pants if I was Trick. I I think this is one of the best built matches for Heatwave. Better than any match on All In. Really? Honestly, (laughs) yeah. Like, they've built this Heatwave show up better than this 80,000 stadium (laughs) seat show. And I I think that is something NXT has been pretty good at. in the last few months is actually last year I'd say like they really they know where they're going and they they tell their stories they pace them out pretty well they peak at the right times and I I like how this feud has kind of bled from the like mellow Dragonoff feud into this and I really I really hope Trick kind of steps up and kind of gets something out of this because we know Dragonoff is awesome yeah Trick's gonna get beat up hmm we get a, a hype from Vic Joseph talking about how tickets will be on sale or they are now for No Mercy on September 30th mm-hmm. and does a little di- diggity dog uh, callback to the No Mercy video game if you caught that or not. Tyler Bate versus Joe Coffey happening now. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, the, the opening song. Di- di- diggity, diggity, dog. Di- diggity dog. Tyler Bate, Joe Coffey, one-on-one here. It's Joe who's putting the boots to Tyler early on as Booker, and well, it's mostly Vic talking about the history of these two and how they they know and they fight, and uh, it's jo- it's Joe who's like roughing Tyler up. There's a series of uppercuts, a huge backbreaker out of the corner, and more uppercuts. Tyler comes back. He's no slouch though. You might be smaller, but his uppercuts are pretty fire, and he's striking away, and then eventually hits his standing star press for a near fall. His airplane spin as he can't quite capitalize. He then gets caught by Joe with this deadlift German suplex, and then a he goes for his rebound lariat when um, Dabakato shows up and attacks Tyler Bates. He said he'd be here soon. And then it tries to attack Joe, but Gallus are like, nope, and pull him right out, so... Tyler goes back in the ring to... I don't know why he went back in the ring. Mm. That was his big... That was his first mistake. Tyler Bate already got beat up by this guy and then went, I'm mad at this man, so I'm going to get... And then he looked up at him like, oh, he's tall. And Dabo hits the, the sit-out tree bomb on Bate, just crushing him here. So I guess Tyler Bate wins by DQ, but... Was it was it double... I think it was just like a no contest. I mean, Joe DQ. didn't get hit, but... More like Joe Decaf, am I right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the match didn't really get much chance to get no. going. Like both these two know each other really well, uh, and but yeah, it was more the angle to set up Dabakato. So I assume we're getting Dabakato Tyler Bate down That's the line, weird. which does seem a weird matchup. But I don't know. Like Dabakato, I think kind of impressed me in his last couple of matches before he went away like definitely improved since I agree his Babatunde run um and General Aziz oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I was kind of when they announced this match I was like oh this could be pretty good I like a good Tyler Bates singles but uh didn't didn't get to didn't get that. yeah so where do you do what do you do with Gallus I'd say you have Tyler Bate join the brawling brutes and Gallus joined Drew, and then you have all the different... I, I can't see Tyler Bate as a brawling brute. He doesn't strike me as a a brawling brute. Really. And then you got Gallus and Drew. Gallus and Drew? I mean, I 
I think Drew's got to turn heel soon, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. And like him bring these guys in. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And then Tyler can join to be the fourth guy in the British team. In the in the Brutes. <laughs> It's like footy. It's like different yeah. team. Got the we need more Italians, and we already know that with the NXT guys. But well, you, like Gallus are British as well. Gallus, they're British. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were Scottish. Scotland is in Britain. I mean, like no, but I mean, like you and got Seamus like, in the British yeah, it does. Irish, yeah, yeah, Seamus not British. Yeah, yeah, Seamus is their leader. Yeah, true. So all right, it doesn't really matter. But put all this. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> you got to you got to get this in your head before you go to London. All right, but don't. Uh, Sorry, sorry, Magan. The Magan's correcting me. Sorry, Magan. No, Scotland is in the British Isles. Thank you very much. Uh, but Scottish people are offended when they're called British, but they are technically British as well. So, Magan, please don't correct me. <laughs> Magan's British, actually. Is he? <laughs> no, he's Scottish. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin's walking out and uh, says, uh, I'll be watching at Heatwave. And sorry, no, Corbin leaves and he's got his match with Vaughn when Braun Breaker shows up and goes, yo, what the hell, dude? Uh, I'm not done with Vaughn Wagner. And now you have a match with him. And Corbin says, yeah, well, I'm not done. Like, I have my match with him. Too bad. Kind of thing. Like, yeah. And Braun says, well, I'll be watching next week. So I think Braun shows up. He's probably pissed at Vaughn for putting him through a table. Yeah, but it's it felt like we're kind of setting up. Uh, Bron and Baron Corbin, which again, it's a it's a heel heel dynamic, and you're really trying to get Bron over as like the main heel on NXT. It feels yeah. So, uh, and Corbin is just so unlikable as well that that seems a weird match they're going to. I do think we'll probably get Von Corbin again, um, but yeah, just uh, I again though I am liking Bron, like just standing up to. Corbin here and but it just just a bit of a weird like that match just seems weird to me Bron and Corbin yeah we go to the hard-hitting home truths yeah Nathan Frazier and he says hello and welcome to this show it's the John Oliver show essentially he's talking about Florida and it's freaking hot and it's a sizzling heat wave next week here on NXT when he's interrupted as he's talking about Noam Dar and the fake cup, when the metaphor interrupt his talk show, they hack in yeah. with their own talk show from live from the moon, and he says that all looking fantastic. I really liked uh, Oromensa's fit today. I love all the metaphors yeah, they fit, and their good. entrances and stuff is always nice. Uh, he's talking about how he's the longest reigning and the most reigns of that cup. And he's the most handsome cup winner as well. And when he wins this cup back next week, the conspiracy theories will end. And Nathan Fraser's like, mate, what are you talking about? You're the conspiracy. Like, you're crazy. You're the one who's not the, the actual winner. I won it. And you're wrong. And he says, roll the tape from last week when Noam does kind of say, like, it's a fake cup with a few so words. Uh, then... It's Nathan who pulls out the fraud button. Yeah. It's so, the bullshit yeah. detector, right? Yeah. So he then, everything Noam says, he keeps pushing it and it goes fraud. And he says, I don't tell lies, fraud. Uh, 
You say you live on the moon. Is that true? Yeah, live from the moon. Fraud. You enjoy uh, all these, like, just running them down and then saying, like, yeah. It's then, like, no, I'm like, I'll see you at Heathwave and I'll rip you apart. I'm going to beat you and take that, that title cup. back. Like, fraud, fraud. Fraud, fraud. So, yeah, uh, Noam says, check, please. And then they disconnect. As Nathan says, I'll love you and leave you. Take care. Mm. So, next week, the cup is on the line. Yeah. Where do you see it going? I would give it back to Noam. I kind of want it back on Dar. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, didn't Fraser promise? He he owes Tyler Bate a match, doesn't he? Tyler Bate's busy with Dabba. Dabba's going to beat Tyler Bate and say, now you owe me the match. Dabba Kato <laughs> should go for the Heritage yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rounds. It'll be easy enough for him to carry it around. Rounds matches. <laughs> just look like a normal trophy. Every match, every round just hit that tree bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Win every fucking match. I think that would be hilarious, having Dabba Kato as... Heritage Cup exactly champion Uh, but yeah I I do see Fraser winning it because I do think he'll he'll fight bait down the line okay Um, yeah I I do think Fraser's got the delivery good on these things but I just I don't know there's something I just find really lame about him yeah I agree I I guess that's just WWE with baby faces yeah because like that's what happens to all the characters that come through this ringer is like these like forced comedy, like his Spider-Man thing really annoyed me last yeah, week, but like <laughs> every week he kind of annoys me, but I think he's an amazing wrestler and I think there is something there, but he's young. They're still finding it, but it's kind of weird that this is the route they went for someone who's kind of serious. I'm loving metaphor though. Yeah, I, I yeah. love all the little like, uh, asides they have going on. Like even when sort of Noam's talking, just watching like Lash and yeah. Jakara or whatever, like it's, they're pretty funny. Yeah. And I like the ongoing thing of, well, it, I didn't lose. It was Mensa. And Mensa's like, hey, it's like, well, no, you did, buddy. And he's like, oh, man, okay. Like, I, I yeah. think they're, they've all got really good comedic timing. I think they're hitting it. Yeah, 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 for sure. We have a super chat from Brandon from New Jersey. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Ha ha, just wanted to say hi. Thank you, Brandon Thank from you. New Jersey. We love you Thank very you. much. We miss you. Hope you're doing laundry. I did laundry today in honor of you. Brandon, he loves doing laundry. Yeah, the laundry man. Laundry man, Brandon. Um, also, Megan disagrees with you about Megan's disagreeing about. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> we go to JC Jane and Thea Hale. How do I put people on timeout here? <laughs> JC Jane and Thea Hale one on one. The match Thea didn't really want here. Thea runs at JC with a head scissors here and gains control as they go to break pretty early. When we come back, it's JC now putting the boots to her, hitting like this elbow drop and then like a twisting neck breaker type thing. Thea comes back with this like shoulder spinning neck, shoulder breaker to the mat, which looked pretty cool. Then running forearms and then an exploder out of the corner. But then JC kicks out and hits back with a super kick to Thea and then a huge spine buster. But Thea kicks out at two. This is when Andre Chase gets up on the apron and goes, come on, Thea, you got to get in this here. And No, 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 no. It was uh, JC had removed the turnbuckle pad and she was trying to send Thea into the corner. So he got up to put it back. Right. And the ref is like, yo, what are you doing? She didn't realize and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Chase. So when the ref is like, hey, what's going on? It's, It's JC who rolls up Thea and pins her. And Thea is even more upset because, like you said, did not realize what was going on and thinks just Chase was in the way. And Thea is furious and storms off, walks out, and Duke, like, follows her. So Andre's like, oh, man, now she's mad at me again. 
Yeah, you've got to feel for Andre Chase here. Damn. But, like, Thea keeps losing. And he, it's kind of his fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I've, like, I've seen a lot of improvement in Thea Hale recently. I think she's coming across a lot smoother in ring. And she's still so young. And I think she's got the character down. I'm, I'm enjoying her, like, storming to the ring and throwing the megaphone Scrappy down. Scrappy-Doo. Yeah, but now just angry Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think JC... Um, since the the split of Toxic Attraction, I think she's kind of pulled ahead of Gigi a bit. I think she's better in ring, uh, and I think she's got a she knows her who she is and what her character is a bit more. She's not really in much of a featured story right now, but uh, I do think she's the one from Toxic Attraction who's kind of made a step forward. Yeah, I thought she looked good in this match. Yeah. Some of her moves are pretty good. Yeah, I love Thea too, though. I definitely see more from her down the line. We go to our Lucha Libre family history lesson sort of thing here. This is pretty cool, actually. Last week, we were definitely dissing on the... Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> what was it? The texting? The, the texting. Yeah, which is so pretty, funny. Which is pretty weird. This, this was way better. You should just maybe show this last week. This has a voice of what they say is uh, Grandpa Garza here. Uh, I don't know if it if he's if he's still alive. If this is AI, if this is just someone else's voice, I'm assuming he's alive. But they made it sound like last week that he was no longer alive. So I am a little confused. Unless they, it's like Uncle Ben. They had him record his like famous. I, I think it's someone just doing the voice. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, well, if it's supposed to be the guy, then okay. Uh, remember what I always told you, grandsons, top of the world. You want to be there. You have to be there for each other. And if you lose, your cousin loses. And the time has come. No more games. No more distractions. A new beginning. A new beginning together. And it's showing like great footage at at home movies of these two as kids, like trampoline wrestling, wrestling in like arenas in Mexico with their their family Mm. and their grandpa, I suppose, here. Like honestly, really cool footage that they they have dug out here for uh, Humberto and uh, Carrillo. Sorry, Humberto Carrillo and... Angel Garza yeah. and the whole like Garza family legacy here, which is just, I really like this. It then cut to them like waking up both in their own houses, looking at the photo. It's, it's like, like the, the day after the, the morning after they were texting each other, isn't it? Uh, so they took this whole thing and went, and went back to that like thing, but they have a connection, family connection, which was cheesy, but I, I loved all this, this footage of yeah. them as kids and everything. And uh, yeah. And I like, I think these guys are going to be baby faces moving forwards and like more serious and like honoring their heritage. Like both are fantastic wrestlers. Uh, and I'd love to see them have a tag title run here. Absolutely. This is way better than when they move like debuted in and redebuted in NXT and they were, you know, just on the perch and beating people up. And it's like, no, this is, this is the right direction. I mean, we look, how often do they, you know, go into like, you know, the Guerreros and like their back history and stuff. There are so many like big, like wrestling families out there. And I think tapping into this with the Garzas is great. Uh, Shout out Hector Garza. Did you realize they're both called Humberto Garza? Really? Yeah. Uh, Angel Garza is Humberto Garza Solano and Humberto Garza Carrillo. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I, I, I like the, the history of this here and, I know we clowned the the texting thing, which was not that great. And now I think going in a more serious direction. Yeah, get get a bit of a new. I would be look, really into this. Maybe some sort of gear that 
pays homage, uh, like homage to yeah. their grandfather and stuff I, like that. I, I I could really get into it. I, I really enjoyed just the clips of that stuff. So uh, instantly climbing up the ladder of the interesting kind of stories of the teams and characters yeah. here because they are fantastic wrestlers. So would say watch out for these guys because I, I, I think they got something left in the tank here in NXT. As, as far as rehabbing some other characters, I think these two will work for sure. We see Carmelo, this poor guy. He's been signing autographs all night. His, like his hand just must be throbbing. Almost like, two hours. Yeah. Two hours, and uh, he's being nice to people. When Wes comes up and he's got the contract in his hand, and he goes sign it, and Melo says, "Uh, that's that's okay, dog. I'll just see you next Tuesday." And Wes says, "Nah, we're not waiting," and he like starts throwing. Away all the the headshots of Mello and the autographs. Trashes his table here, and then grabs one of the tables and drags it past Gorilla out to the ring as they go to commercial break and says, "I'll see you in the ring. You're gonna sign this." He's just dragging this table around the the PC. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought this was pretty good to set up a contract signing. Normally we have it like. You know, next week, contract signing. For the, yeah. It's like, no, we're doing this now. I've won the match. Let's make this official. Uh, as I said earlier, I, I, I've been enjoying the new attitude of Wes. Well, during the break, it, we have a little video for Tiffany Stratton. I don't think she's defending the title next week, but she will be there and will be, uh, I don't know, maybe she's got something to say next week at Heat mm. Wave, but the champ will be there. Uh, we come back. Wes is just waiting now in the ring. He set up this table with the contract. And uh, Melo comes out, makes his entrance. He's got his NXT title. And he goes, look, man, you're going to turn me back to the old me. I love uh, – Melo is, is a fantastic talker, but something he does – obviously, you'll catch the one later. He takes a lot of famous song lyrics and puts them right into things. And uh, you're going to turn me back to the old me is uh, another one. But he goes, watch it here. And he goes, like, I'm the champion now. I'm not the same person. You, you can't be treating me like this, like – What's going on? Because Wes is kind of acting a bit sporadic yeah. and aggressive. He Wes says, you're like the jet-setting vacation champagne drinking. Like, you know, we have different lives. And and, and Melo says, stop there. Like, uh, I'm the champ here. And uh, you, you, you haven't walked a day in my st- studded loafers, I think he said, mm-hmm. that he was wearing as the crowd booed that line. Clearly, f- people in Florida not a fan of studded loafers. They booed him. I don't understand what the problem with studded loafers Hmm. was, but I personally not a fan, but no socks with them personally, I guess. Uh, So like what studs on top? I guess on the outside. I I didn't really get a look at them. Had a hard time holding those alligators down. Mm. Uh, He says uh, you took a couple L's and then you bounced back and like, that's great. And uh, this is when uh, Wes mentions his time in the military and, Everyone thought I was crazy when I told them that I also wanted to be here, meaning a wrestler. But they never really said, let people say the word wrestler. Mm. They said, I can't. He says, well, then I had a hell of a ride when I finally made it to WWE and I set up shop. I lost my partner. And when I tried to go single, they said, you can't. And look what I did. And they said, you will never become North American champion. You can't. But Wes did and well who did i who did i take that title off of and Melo says no no we don't need to go there because 
Well, it was him, right? Well, he won it in a multi-man, right? I think didn't he win the ladder match? Right. Okay. I don't think I don't think Mello was pinned. He right, says he kind of says right. that, like, yeah. "Hey, you never like yeah. beat, you didn't me. beat me. You didn't you beat won me." It. Yeah. He says you had a hell of a run at the champ, but you didn't beat me, and uh, like I'm sorry, people saying you can't, but you can't beat me as Mello says that. And Wes says, well, I won't fail anymore, and my opportunity is next week. Mello says, like, I'm a, I'm a league above you. I'm not the same Mello from before. I'm the NXT champ Mello. So don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to, kid. Because next week I'll show you that Mello don't miss. And then he laughs and goes, nah, nah, nah. Mello can't miss. As this pisses off Wes, he doesn't hit him, but instead he... He's so angry, he double stomps the table. Yeah. Steps this right is a new one, isn't it? Steps right in front of Mello and says, I'll see you next week. Yeah, this was kind of like, you know, when Ricochet does the the flip over the top ropes yeah. to kind of square up. This is what this was like Wes's version. Yeah, like I'm just gonna break this. High table. leap stomp through the table. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought this was really good. I think this this heated up this match in a real short space of time. It being Heatwave and TV, I don't necessarily see a title change, but this made me buy it more than I would have a week or so ago. Yeah. I like tying in the whole history they had with the North American Championship because, you know, that was Mello's whole thing. That I've made this the A Championship. I am the A Champion. And now Wes kind of having the, what, the longest rep or the most title defenses of this reign ever, um, making it mean something as well. I think it's that ties them both together pretty nicely for this NXT Championship match. Um, I, I thought both, like Melo's great on the mic and just feels like such a a cool, calm champion here. But you, they're giving you reasons to root for both, which I like, and I think the the match is going to be fantastic given time. Yeah, I love the new direction of Wes. Like I, I obviously I love the rascals and the weed smoking guys mm. and stuff, but. When they got to WWE, they couldn't really do that, and I found that their their character comedy is the same thing. Like I said, baby faces and wrestling mm. is hard because they make them so like lame. When finally you give him a little bit of an edge here and freedom, he comes across as a weight. Like who knew Wes could cut a promo like this? Mm. He's always trying to joke and make people like it, it's not. It doesn't feel real. Where he talked like this, I felt like this was his him talking. So I thought he actually like really stepped up when it comes to promos and absolutely. And what he was saying is like, hey, people don't really believe in me. Like after watching this, I could see this guy as a key player because I already think he's a great wrestler. But after this, I'm like, oh, shit, actually, you're yeah, a good talker. Like they've got a, and we've seen when they've moved away from the CWC and they've been in, you know, when they're in Texas and, and stuff like that, Wes gets big reactions. Yeah, so yeah. I think he's someone that they, they could hit, have man. a real big star you could have a real on the main roster up one day, you know? Yeah. Um, just looking into it, yeah, it was uh, Carmelo Hayes dropped the title to Solo Sokoa, who then vacated it, oh, and then it was the ladder match, which right, Wes won. Right. So, yeah, he didn't beat Wes. Right, right. Uh, he didn't beat Melo for the title. Solo couldn't have it because he's on the main roster. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> he was he is the longest reigning champion. Right, yeah. At 269 days. Okay, damn. But Dom's going to beat that. So. Yeah, it's fine. I love this promo, and it definitely made a match story have way more story for it next week. And I know these guys will absolutely kill it. I do think Melo retains as well, but I don't think Wes 
Be, I mean, maybe they let him let Dom take it from him because he'll win. But I, I mean, I, we could maybe uh, rematch. I don't know, like no mercy, no six weeks away, something like that. It's yeah. quite a long time to keep it going. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved uh, the promo from Mello as well. Uh, the the Dre reference, the TLC reference. Uh, I, I'm ready for that match next week. I'm definitely gonna be have to. I know we're we're off, but we're gonna have to be checking this match out because. This one will deliver for sure. NXT is like, you know what? This week was definitely a setup show for next week. There was no match, I'd say. You've got to go out your way to watch this. But I think they did a a nice job of of setting up Heat Wave next week. Yeah. uh, We've got uh, all the matches announced now, right? Yeah, I mean, there's the the NXT Championship match, like we just said, Mello and Wes Lee. Then we got the mixed tag match with Dragon Lee and Lyra versus Dirty Dom and Rhea. Then we got... Uh, Trick no- and Dragonoff. Trick and Dragonoff, yeah. Which would be pretty big. Uh, you've got the uh, Vaughn versus Baron Corbin. Come on now. <laughs> and then we got uh, the the Cup. The Cup, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, stacked. That's pretty good. That's a pretty stacked yeah, episode. I that think, should be a, a big episode. I think week. we'll get some great wrestling out of next week's episode. Uh, out of uh, predictions there, I say Mello retains. And I don't know if there's any... Okay, other. yeah. So Mello retains, uh, I think, yeah, Fraser probably wins, uh, retains the Heritage Cup. See Ilya beating Trick. Um, Corbin beating Von, but it doesn't matter because... Tables. Corbin going through tables. Table for one, Reservation baby. for one. Burn the tables. And I see Dragon Lee maybe getting the pin on Dom to set up a, a rematch for the North American okay. Championship. Damn, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. my thoughts. Nice. But, yeah. But, yeah, I, I still enjoyed this episode of NXT because it did get me hyped for some matches for next week. So, uh, I thought they did a good job in that. But no real wrestling that uh, hit it home. But I think we'll get that next week but uh yeah well that's what we thought let's go to the poison rana facebook page to see what you guys thought uh just search poison rana on facebook it will take you to the page and then through that you can join our group and leave your feedback and we start with the champ fire frank who says time stood still as von and baron stood face to face sadly though nobody got tabled <laughs> wes dijack had another good one Opening tag was fun as well. Ali had a nice midterm election video. Heatwave is looking good. To the BDE, safe travels and have a blast on your European world tour. Say hi to Cactus Chris for me. Thank you, Frank. Will do. And we go to Megan, who writes in, Wes and Dijak bodied it again despite the parameters of TV holding it back. They told a good story with each uh, man targeting a limb. The rest of the episode did a fine job of setting the table for Heatwave. Mustafa's United States of Ali segment was top notch. It's great that something he picked a long ago was brought to life here. Oh, so this oh, was okay. something he must have talked about before. Uh, another example of the old geezer failed to take advantage of. Yeah, but I'd still say it's like not fitting in right now mm. to what's going on. But I, I, yeah, okay, I still. Megan continues. I figured mellow. V West was going to be for Bakersfield, but I can't complain about it coming early. It should be a hell of a match. Wes real life struggles getting weaved into the character was well done. Mm. Yes, absolutely agree on that. That's, I think that they're finally taking him a bit serious and I, yeah. I, I definitely have too. So uh, thank you, Frank Megan for writing in and thank you to you people listening to us yeah. here today to you fine folks. Thank you so much. 
That was next. That was up next. We won't be back next week, but B and Sino will be back for the next few weeks covering NXT on Wednesday mornings with up next. Uh, we do have lots of some shows in the can for our Patreon. So our all in review is coming soon. Some was next no time to die and everything in that back catalog. It's only five bucks. Go support us and get yourself some podcasts for those plane rides, bike rides, walk in the parks podcasts for all times of the day. Who wouldn't want to listen to us talk about, uh, Wembley 1992 while you're like absolutely uh, I don't know. having a poo. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, I think we will be doing a show eventually when we see all in. When we finish it somehow, some way, we might go and record something. Yeah, if it's more. a nice day, we could do a bit of a, a backyard all in review sure. like the old days. Yeah. yeah. But we're going on vacation. Yeah. We're going on vacation. It starts right now, kind of. Yes. Tomorrow. Yeah, we still got to record a show tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting. Of course, of course, postwrestling.com for everything going on in the world of Punk Watch. Follow John away, as I'm sure they'll have a lot to talk about on Rewind a Dynamite this week on the road to Wembley. But I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me Twitter, Instagram at the Bray D, and you can find me at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and we'll see you at All In. See you guys. Ahoy! Oh